the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing. Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fawn of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohn of Pacific Union International. Hello. Uh, <laughs> our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. The certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. They have very high tech. Um, today's trivia theme is history. See how if you guys uh, can remember your history now. Cartoons? Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to do that. History of cartoons. (laughs) All right. So, Nam, uh, you work with Pacific Private Money, and why don't you give us some deals of the week? Usually we do that later on in the show, but I want to hear these exciting deals. Yeah. So, um, you know, Happy New Year's to everyone. We had a really busy Q4, and we're starting out Q1 uh, really busy as well. So we had a few really interesting deals close at the end of last year, a couple weeks ago. Um, This one, we uh, did a second. Uh, behind a, I think it was $1.3 million first. And how so, big was the second? 375000 wow, okay, that's, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, that's, that's, What's the property worth? Yeah. Okay, so that's the kicker. It's <laughs> worth $11 million. Nice. Yeah, so, Bring it. <laughs> $11 million. Yeah, so it was an attorney in the city who has a big case that he's working on, but won't get paid out on it until next year. Okay. So he really doesn't have the income to show a conventional lender. Yeah. Right. Um, and he needs to continue funding his business, um, funding his operations. So okay. came to us, gave him a second for three seventy five. dollars um, Well, know, where's the property? Uh, it's in uh, the Presidio, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Then so. I could see maybe yeah. $11 million really was, was worth it. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a no-brainer for us, although a conventional lender is going to look and say, what? Yeah. You just don't qualify. Yeah, so. exactly. Because his income isn't coming in until next next year for yep. that. And what interest rate did you charge? Uh, I believe it was somewhere in the tens. Okay. Yeah. So Very good. Um, and so j- just kind of give a, a brief overview as to what your company does. Yeah. So we're private lenders. We make loans on real estate in California. Uh, a lot of our business comes by uh, mortgage brokers, realtors, and uh, people who oftentimes experience transactional distress, which is mm-hmm. something we emphasize all the time here. And at private lenders, we can do loans. Uh, people come to us for speed. Yeah. Also, oftentimes they come to us because a conventional lender can't do it uh, for various reasons. We're holistic lenders, and we can oftentimes get the job done very, very quickly. Which how is how fast were you able to fund that loan? I think in this case, it was just a couple of weeks. Okay. It didn't take that long. But yeah. uh, but even if uh, it could have taken longer, the bank still wouldn't have lent on something like that. Right. Just and the banks can't do it that fast. I mean, I've worked yeah. with Pacific Private Money and got things done in a week. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, and on the show, we're always tempted to go, oh, yeah, we can close in a little less five days. But, yeah. you know, give us as much time as possible. We yeah. just know people come to us at the 11th hour, so we're prepared to close at speed. Yeah, because you have so, a, a large enough team to do whatever due diligence and paperwork. Absolutely. Our underwriters come from conventional lending world, so 50 years plus of experience. So they're like sitting there wow. waiting, on, waiting on the phone, <laughs> ready, ready for phone calls. Okay, call them. Boom, done. 20, 24 hours Boys a day. Boys no. yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, 9 to 5. Is that, is that what you tell your employees? What does 24-7 mean to you? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, that's pretty good. So, uh, that, so if the borrower comes to you, he gets a good deal. Uh, was this funded in the fund or f- uh, with uh, an individual? I think it was funded through an individual okay. in this case. Right. So um, we we were probably over um, committed on the fund. You know, gotcha. so we're continuing to raise capital, which is the other side of our business. Uh, we operate the Pacific Private Money Fund, which uh, we use to lend okay. to borrowers and and for investors who provide us the capital, they get a healthy return, seven and a half to eight percent. So if, uh, a deal like that probably would have been okay for the fund. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, it's still pretty conservative, even though it was a second. Right. That, that's a really low. In fact, you you go to bed at night hoping the uh, guy not. Really, oh yeah, <laughs> no. <you> totally. <laughs> yeah. So they throw that attorney out of his house. No. Yeah, <laughs> that one that one certainly was fund worthy. Um, yeah. And and the reason why is the fund is fairly conservative. Okay. Yeah. Um, and before we go to a break, uh, I want to make sure because I almost I almost forgot this last time. Uh, if people have questions about uh, either being a borrower or being an investor, how would they get a hold of you? Two ways. They can go to our website, which is uh, www.pacificprivatemoney.com, or they can call us, 415-883-2150. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, we are going to cut to a first commercial break. When we come back, Patty's got a lot of a very good, interesting, uh, boy, that's a lot of paperwork there. You're going to have to summarize that. Oh, I will be summarizing. Okay. You know me. <laughs> All right. So I uh, want to do a little quick mention, shout out here for Beach Blanket Babylon. Oh, I love that show. Isn't that funny? You know, if you go on their website, they have all kinds of funny things, you know, like big Trump heads, uh, heads and uh, they have the, the curry and, and Draymond and Clay, uh, or KD, I guess it is. That's um, great. You know, they just... We're very funny. So check them out at, at uh, beachblanketbabylon.com. I think it's .com, not .org. Probably Must .com. Be. Probably. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here is our first history trivia question. School is in session. <laughs> the March of Dimes was originally founded to help find a vaccine for what problem, what disease? Okay. That's mm. our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190 if you're the first caller with the correct answer. Then you're going to win that five pack tanning certificate, which is worth actually about a hundred bucks. So uh, make sure that you get on the phone and call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety, and uh, we'll need your email address so that we can uh, email you the uh, if you're the, the winner. Again, here's the question: The March of Dimes was originally founded to help va- find a vaccine for what? All right, don't touch that dial. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and Nam Fawn. Uh, first trivia question. The March of Dimes was originally founded to help find a vaccine for what? Polio. Polio. That right. is correct. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's right. And if it happens on your feet, it's called Tolio. No, it's kidding. Okay. Uh, Patty, uh, you got a lot of good stuff for us. Anyway. Portfolio, yes. (laughs) Tell my portfolio. That's what I need a vaccine for is my portfolio, yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, so what's going to be happening in 2008, right? Uh, it's hard to know, but this are, these are the predictions. Uh, Pacific Union, our company, had a um, composium a couple months ago in the San Francisco Jazz Center, and this was the forecast. John Burns and Associates and our in-house um, economist, Selma Hepp, uh, came up with these predictions. And sounds good to me. <laughs> so... Number one, mortgage interest rates will continue to rise. To and, rise. To rise. Okay. Um, you know, it's been a slow, gradual increase. Yeah, right. And basically, um, they will probably rise 20 basis points in okay. by the end of the year. That's nothing, okay, really. So for the audience, that means just a little bit less than a quarter of a point. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and so it would have to be, we would have to see much higher than inflation for the for no, notable changes, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so number two, the real estate market will remain in favor of sellers. It kind right. of feels like it's shifting, but yeah. it, it, we're still there. It's still, the inventory is so low. Okay. So new construction would have to ramp up considerably. And in the Bay Area, as you know, we don't have much new construction. No, they are trying to, to uh, fast track some things because of the fires, right? You know, in the North I mean, that Bay. Would be, in the North Bay, that'd be, I guess that'd be ground up construction. But um, oh, that's that's yeah. a whole other anom- that's an anom- yeah. anomaly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, in order for it to, to change considerably, um, it would either have to be new construction ramping up, or it would we would have to have higher rates and and an economic downturn. None of that's predicted. Like yeah. much higher rates, right? Right. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about an economic downturn in the forecast. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're hearing of bubbles, but they're sort of fringe bubbles like cryptocurrency. You know, that's not a mainstream part of the economy. So, right. But tech bubble, no, not really. No. <laughs> Edward's laughing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we kind of teased each other about uh, the the uh, Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff. And we actually had uh, one listener email. Uh, or actually, he, he called in. And he says, "You guys should stop talking about Bitcoin. You have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and Mark was talking uh, mostly about blockchain and all yeah. this stuff, which I, I got to admit, I don't know much about. But right. I, I can just kind of sense that uh, I don't want to invest in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I don't really, really care to know that much about it. No. It's, it's um, anyway. Yeah. So what else? So what's going to happen in 2008? We will continue to have a shortage of inventory. And that's been going on now six years. Right. Coming up on six years. So the lack of supply will continue in, in order for inventory to return to somewhat normal levels. We would need at least a 20 percent increase in supply in areas with strong demand. Well, I, right. I don't see that happening. I don't see so that happening. We're talking about uh, Marin, San Francisco, South Bay, Peninsula. Yeah. There's just no space for, for yeah. that. There's yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. So not a lot of building and with the and it's also not going to happen that either because with the baby boomers their people are you know the people in their 50s 60s 70s they're staying in their houses. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to go kind of thing. Right. Especially I wonder if a lot of them uh, you know in the in the old days people were able to retire but a lot of people are working longer exactly. too. Right? Either they have to or they want to and so Maybe that's another reason they're staying in their house is because things have really aren't changing for them as much. Exactly. Right. Is that possible? Okay. Exactly. Like they don't have a place to move to if they're downsizing. That's the other thing. Right. And net-net, the Bay Area is a really great place to stay. So they mm-hmm. come to, like, where else would I move? And also the generation of, like, in their 60s and 70s and 80s, they weren't ones that remodeled and tore things apart. So a lot of yeah. people are in this, like, little 1,500, 1,800-square-foot house, tracked home, ranch that was built too. 40 years ago, yeah. haven't done much to it. So 
They say. They stay. Right. Yeah. You, you know what? I got to say that it's really interesting. Um, Dawn uh, in our office here was talking about Lighthouse Resort. And she says, yeah, she expects actually there to be growth there because some of these people are selling their house. And when they're downsizing, they're buying these phenomenal RVs. I mean, huh. we're not talking about your, your your old 1960 Winnebago. Right. I mean, we're talking about ones that are two, three, four hundred thousand dollars 400000 wow. And whether they, they actually travel around in them or actually just park them and, and, live, in and live in it. I mean, yeah. you know, like the Lighthouse Resort pr- provides a, 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 a somewhat of a resort type feel right. with a, um, you know, a swimming pool and a mini golf course, wow. and a clubhouse and all this stuff for like 600 bucks a month. Wow. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Plus utilities. So it's like, where can you live for that cheap? Yeah. Patty, are you seeing um, families, you know, some of the baby boomers um, having their kids moving back in with them at all? Yes. Okay. I mean, there's that too. Yeah. And it's also the um, the millennials are the mm-hmm. exchange generation or the, the trade generation, just like yeah. Uber and they right. don't they don't buy cars. If they need a car, right. they'll rent it. Um, right. They'll trade houses. You know, uh, don't go to a hotel. Yeah. So it's a whole different feeling and a whole different thing going on. But some like it seems like. Baby, the, not baby boomers, but millennials are either doing really well or they're moving back in with parents and kind yeah. of because it's so expensive to live in the Bay Area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's a good point. interesting. Hmm. All right. Um, what else you got for us? And one, one. Well, let's just take the top four right now. The the next would be affordability will continue to de- to deteriorate. So yeah. you know, back to. Um, inventory and the whole thing. So buyers will not only face potentially higher mortgage rates, but combined with higher home prices, they will spend more of their monthly income on mortgage payments. Right. Yeah. And it will fare the worst in high high growth job areas and the lack of supply. It just way it is. That actually, because Nam, your company um, provides home mortgages for people who can't quite get loans from a bank, that actually might be a good boom for you guys. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we'll continue as we have um, see strong demand. Um, and it's not necessarily from people who can't come up with the down payment because we have, you know, yeah. a cap at 70%. Um, but it's people who may have a credit glitch that's not going to be solved in a short period mm-hmm. of time or they were in process on a purchase. So they, they had gone the step of making an offer, getting accepted, and then for some something comes up, a convention. Some, or, or, yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, banks have requirements, you know, you can't spend more than 37%. Of oh, income, right. right. Your debt-to-income ratio. Yeah, debt-to-income. So in this case, you know, if they, as Patty says, higher price, higher mortgage payment, yeah. and right. they make good income, but they can't quite qualify. All right, let's uh, cut to our second commercial break. Uh, Here's a trivia question. Who won a Nobel Peace Prize in 1906 for his work at ending the Russo-Japanese War? Now, you have heard of this person, so you have no excuse. None. None whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to kind of think about 1906. Um, That was a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. I mean, so it can't be uh, Leonardo da Vinci, right. and it can't be Bill Clinton. Right. There. Now you know it's, <laughs> you know it's got to be somebody, all right? Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Be- For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fawn and Patty Cohen. Second trivia question. Who won a Nobel Peace Prize in 1906 for his work at ending the Russo-Japanese War? 
Roosevelt. Which one? Teddy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How many Roosevelt? Teddy or Theodore? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Want to make a quick mention here for Alcatraz Cruises. They have a buy one, get one free ticket promotion, which is available on select dates through February 7th. Now, we're coming up on that, so you got to check them out. Alcatrazcruises.com uh, for tickets to The Rock. And they also have, they partnered up with several waterfront amusements with special offers and discounts. So that you can check out at sfwinteronthewaterfront.com to secure those coupons. Uh, or again, just go to uh, alcatrazcruises.com. Now, Patty, um, we understand that uh, you won uh, some award. Would you tell oh. us about that? Why, thank you. Um, actually, you know, here, beginning of the year, just looked at the production for all of the sales associates in Marin County. There are 1,500 of them, and I am in the top 1%, so one of the top 15. That is awesome. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Congrats. It was a good year. Thank you so much. So we, keep, we keep saying on the radio that we've got, like, the top agent, and okay, so now we have to say the top 1%. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Very good. She's the top to us. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> yes, you're always, always the top. Very, very, very proud of you there. Thank you very so much. Very glad you're on our show for that. I'll tell you what, um, Nam, I want to cut right over here. We received a couple of emails. Uh, seems to be right up your alley here. First one is, I recently registered on privatemoneyloans.com. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me back up because the other one kind of feeds into that a little bit more. Sure. Here's the first one. I am a fund investor, and I noticed that some of the loans in the fund are being sold on the new website, privatemoneyloans.com. Why are you selling these loans? Yeah, great question. So um, we launched Private Money Loans just recently, and we only have a few loans on there right now, but we're planning to add more loans. And some of these loans um, will be live fundings, meaning that uh, we haven't funded them yet. We're looking for investors. And others, like the one our um, email emailer um mentioned are loans that we've already funded, in this case, loans that we funded through the fund. Now, why would we sell those? Um, uh, These are recent loans that we've closed, or maybe in the last six months or so. Um, We do it for a couple of reasons. One is to create liquidity. So if we want to, uh, if if we don't have new investor funds coming in and we find new loans that uh, make sense for the fund, then we may sell existing loans out of the fund to create that liquidity. Yeah, because I can imagine, like uh, we were talking about that other loan uh, where you're, you know, the the second yeah. that you would have loved to have done in the fund, but there right. was no liquidity at the time because it was all all the money was deployed, and had private money loans website been up early enough, you would have sold maybe some other loans to fund free, something like to that. fund something like that and still generate more points. Exactly. Uh, which you share with the fund. Gotcha. Yeah, and so we Very may good. generate, uh, you know, it helps boost the yield in a number of ways. Let's say we sell a 9% loan and we replace it uh, with a 10% second, like the one we just talked about earlier. Okay. Then we're, we're boosting the yield. But also, the loans that we sell on the um, platform, on privatemoneyloans.com, we're selling but keeping a spread. Okay. So maybe that loan that we sold or that uh, we took in at 9% or 9.5, we're selling at 8, 8.5. We're keeping that spread. That's going back into the fund. That helps boost the yield. So we're boosting the yield that way, and then also we're replacing that loan with maybe a higher interest rate loan. On yeah, top even of it. if you even if you don't, it's just extra income right. that, that's coming in, and then uh, whatever new money gets deployed, where there's some points, and you share that with the fund. I can imagine you boosting the yield. You know, pretty pretty well. I mean, it's not going to boost at ten percent or no, anything, but I mean, you might boost it an extra quarter to half a point with no really no risk on yeah. that. 
And over time, you know, as we sell more loans and as we, you know, continue to keep some of the spread, then that will help boost it. Okay. Well, then the second question here was I recently registered on private money loans. So we have somebody who recently registered on mm-hmm. it. It says, how are these loans different from investing from, see, how are these loans different from investing in the fund? So I guess this person's wanting to compare, right. you know, should I invest in these loans or should I invest in the fund? Yeah, great question. So it's different in that you're the individual trustee investor in that case. You're, you're, the, you're on title. Um, your name is on the um, you know, deed of trust, where if it was in the fund, then the fund is the lien holder. Okay. Um, but, but also the yield is going to be lower because there's going to be a spread that's going to be kept by the fund. Right. Yeah. And so why would an investor choose to invest or take a, a loan from private money loans? Some of them want to diversify their portfolio. Yeah. You know, I'd like to have certain loans or certain investments where I'm the direct note holder and other scenarios where I want to spread it across a lot of different properties. Because one is uh, if you're invested in the fund, your money is always working once you're invested. Right. And you're diversified. Right. Yeah. Where if you're the note holder on a specific property, let's say it's 123 Main Street, somebody could pay that loan off. That that borrower could pay it off. They could refi in three months. So then you're you're liquid again, and you're having to redeploy that capital into other individual trustees, or you can put it in the fund. Gotcha. So it's really your investor investment preference, what kind of return okay. profile uh, you Give look out for. your information one more time. Sure. Our phone number is 415-883-2150. And our website is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. Good. Patty, what else do you got for us? Well, the top, what's what's going to happen in 2018? Yes. Yeah. All right. So the last four, and I'll go through them real quick. Um, the U.S. economy will further strengthen, and we all know that. Okay. You know, that feels great. Um, six, the first-time home buyer activity will pick up. Millennial first-time buyers impacted the market in 2017. And as more of them turn 30, they will increasingly be active over the next few years. They face greater affordability channel challenges, which prevent some from buying. But overall, that'll ramp up. Um, seven, millennials will spark development in, in affordable urban areas. Hmm. So following the central city Boom, millennials venture into home ownership. And that's that's like they've been not buying. And so right. that's the prediction that they're going to come out. Well, it looks like there's also, like, I was just thinking about uh, like Northgate Mall here yeah. in, in right. Marin. They're thinking about making some of that housing because right. Macy's and Sears are, is moving out. They're making it like a destination for yeah. more than just, um, you know, what it was there for before. Yeah, I'm hearing that that's that's the trend. And they're trying to make these malls, like some malls, we don't have any like that many in the Bay Area, but they're making like it look like cobblestone paths, so they're making them look like a city. They're not a city, gotcha. but yeah. it's going to yeah. feel like a city. So now they're placing some housing mixed in it, so you're kind of if you live there, you're like, it's so easy, just pick yeah, something up. Sure, but right. it, And so it feels like a city, but it's a mall. Yeah. I mean, personally, I just buy every single thing online. I barely step into a mall. Well, it, Restoration Hardware's changing that in Quarter Madera, where they're building some huge, huge. huge yeah. And uh, apparently, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and, that's what I hear. Yeah. I'm really surprised about that, though, because right. parking is already a challenge there. They, I, I, I don't know how they're addressing it. I'm sure they are addressing. Well, it. Well, it's the lot across the street, but oh, still, yeah. well, they'll have to. Yeah, yeah they're, they're extending out that space like all the way across the whole parking lot yeah. for restoration. Crazy. So. Anyway, all right. So here is our third uh, trivia question: What is the best known invention of Nobel Prize founder? Alfred Nobel. Best known invention. Yeah. Hmm. So what, what did he invent? And he, basically, this kind of started off the Nobel Peace Prize. Right. Okay. 
That's our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that five-pack tanning certificate. Which actually, it's, it's a five-pack. So you, five pack, yeah, it's actually pretty good. All right, uh, that's our <laughs> trivia question. What is the best known invention of Nobel Peace Prize Sorry. founder Alfred Nobel? Don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. That's eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety, or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and Nam Fawn. Third trivia question. What is the best-known invention of Nobel Peace Prize founder Alfred Nobel? You got me. Got me. Well, you're, you're not going to believe this because <laughs> the Nobel Peace Prize, he invented dynamite. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? Dynamite. Yeah, that was invented dynamite. in China. Uh, that no. um, gunpowder was gunpowder, but dynamite, I guess, is a little bit different. Well, so how did he get involved in the Nobel? I mean, well, he, he, I think what happened was he made a lot of money in with the dynamite, and then he decided that he wanted to. I guess I think he kind of realized, but this is a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I better start yeah. something for peace. <laughs> that <laughs> something is along those funny. Lines. That is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, no, you. Pacific Private Money has an event and a, uh, some stuff going on. Yeah, several events coming up. The first one is uh, just in a few weeks. It's on January 24th, but it's for our clients, our investors. It's a fund appreciation dinner. So any uh, listeners who are invested in our fund, not too late to RSVP. We That's right. And if you. you're not a fund investor yet, you have, oh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks to <laughs> sign up, 10, invest, and you're <laughs> invited to a Spinnaker Restaurant. It's uh, Wednesday the 24th. So hopefully, hope to see everyone there. And then another event is uh, in Walnut Creek. We had a lot of success taking our show on the road last year. So uh, we have an event at Momo's on February 7th in Walnut Creek. It's in the evening. Uh, it's also fund-oriented. And, uh, you know, we're very excited this year to, to take our, you know, presentations more on the road. And there's, what do you have, appetizers? Yeah, appetizers, like okay. little mingling and networking, and then we jump into you know, alternative investments. Okay. And then uh, if the listening audience wants to attend? Then they can call us, 415-883-2150, or they can go online on our website and register. And that's uh, www.pacificprivatemoney.com. How many people can you accommodate? In Walnut Creek? Yeah. Uh, typically, well, for this one, 40 people. 40 people. Yeah, okay. So audience out there, if you want to come to the event, get some free appetizers. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, we're halfway there, too. So you better register oh, quick. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So. All right. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Good. And I will be there myself. So 39 people. Or, I mean, uh, tw- 20 people, 19 people. Yep. Okay. Uh, and, Patty, uh, let's talk a little about your favorite topic, taxes. Yeah. Uh, now, let me start by saying I'm definitely not an expert. But according to our um, economic person in uh, Pacific Union, mm-hmm. the how, the tax reform could be, could be, and I don't see it making a big difference in the Bay Area on the higher end, but anyway, it could be very de- detrimental to housing markets across the country, especially ones where buyers are already constrained by affordability and a lack of homes on the market. Yeah. The, form, the reform further disin- disincentivizes existing homeowners to sell, especially if they lose their grandfathered tax deductions when buying again. Okay, uh, so okay. I, and I have um, something that I'm happy to send to people, a PDF yeah. of this um, tax reform 
um, impact of tax reform on individuals, what exactly is changing? And it's put out by uh, Cooper's Librand, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm happy to send that to anybody if they want to call me, Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N, 415-722-4842, or email me at patty.com. Cone, C-O-H-N, at PacUnion.com. Yeah, and I've, lo- I've taken a look at it, and it's actually very uh, comprehensive. It's very good, and it's not actually hard to read. It's not like, you know, 100 pages or anything. It's not like an IRS code. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's fairly simplistic. Like, you know, here, um, the principal residence uh, deduction used to be up to a million dollars. Yes. Well, now it's up to 750 So people are only going to lose the extra 250 dedu- the deduction on 250 and if the average interest rate to make it simple is 4%, yeah. that's what $10,000 of deduction they're going to lose right. and you're talking about, you know, the new tax bracket is, you know, what I was just going to say the tax right. bracket it's if you do the math, yeah. you know, if you make $250,000 income, then you are in a different tax bracket so you just make it up anyway that way. Right. And I don't and then in terms of like that's the cold hard cash and what it means to you at the end of the year, but how I think of it like how will it affect people's buying decisions? I really don't think it will. Like, is someone not going to buy a million five house and they're going to buy a million dollar house in a different neighborhood because they won't get that deduction? Right. It'll affect their pocketbook, but I don't think it really will affect their buying decisions. Right. No, that's a very good point. That's more emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if, how was it affecting them before? Right? Yes. Because they, they, they were limited to a million dollar worth of, of, uh, Home. debt yeah. to to write off. Yeah. yeah. Now it may affect lenders um, because I I know many many times people will stop at a million dollars because that's all they can deduct. You know, I mean, we're talking about a four million dollar house, and now uh, let me get that. I'll I'll get a loan for that, and you know, whatever. They pay but, cash. For the rest. Yeah, they could have. You know, yeah. they pay cash for the rest. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think in the higher end it makes that much difference. Yeah. So now people might limit seven fifty deduction. Uh, you know, yeah. it depends. Uh, well, yeah. But I don't think it's going to change their buying decisions that much. No, but they're also going to get rid of the HELOC. Right? Now, right now, you can deduct up to 100000 on the HELOC. So it, it says interest on a HELOC is no longer deductible. So That's again, yeah. yeah, but again, you're talking about it was up to 100000 Uh So now if you lose that 100 again, times... You know, three or four percent, right, you lose right. another four thousand dollar deduction. Yeah. So you know, I, I got to say the one, the funny thing. You know, a lot of people have been accusing Trump of, you know, oh, this is just for the rich because because the, int- the the tax rates for the rich have have dropped a couple of percent. But the thing is, when you look at the uh, standard deduction, which a lot of people who were in lower and middle class don't itemize their deductions, and they do take a standard deduction, those deductions are doubling. So it's actually really going to help the lower and middle class from that end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I guess when you start getting into the people who can barely deduct, then it's like not really helping too much. But yeah, um, but true. I, you know. I think we won't know until this time next year. Yeah, really. exactly. How, how it'll impact things. Mm, yep. Yep. I mean, moving California, it's so funny, <clears throat> you know, they're going to limit to was it $10,000 for state and local taxes, you know, and all that. And and that's sort of this penalty for the people on the on the on the coasts who didn't vote for Trump is what people are saying. Oh, Seriously, yeah. so, so so California is kind of coming up with this you know quote brilliant idea that apparently they're going to come up with some way to benefit us Californians and you know uh, like instead of it being a tax it'll be some kind of a contribution hmm. or something along those lines so they'll make it a deductible federal 
deal. Oh, huh. interesting. Yeah. Of course, the thing is, that'll also be deductible in California, too. So I, I don't know how they're going to do it. Interesting. Come, huh. but, uh, yeah, we need a know. break. But yeah. of course, if it's a contribution, then uh, it's, is, it, is it voluntary? Well, then go, well, I don't want to pay my taxes at home. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> and if, it is vol- if it's not voluntary, then the IRS might say, well, wait, that's not a contribution. Not a contribution. I don't, I, exactly. I, I, just don't, I just don't get it. I know. It's beyond my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. You lost me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You, you lost me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> at you're welcome to the best of investing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, have, uh, we don't have another trivia question, but we have uh, 45 seconds before we have to cut to another break. So. Let's see. And you know, I have another, and maybe we'll we'll have to pick up pick it up at the last segment. But okay. uh, another story of uh, the week or deal of the week, and it's just a, about a couple who is downsizing. They were an older couple who lived uh, who wanted to downsize, but they don't have income. But they own their mm-hmm. home free and clear, and they were in contract, and we were able to cross collateralize the property and and essentially provide a bridge loan until they could sell the home that they were. Living in that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I want to hear the particulars about that, sure. um, and I think the audience might want to know about that too, because that, that's actually a fairly common. Yeah, uh, very common. Um, it might happen. Yeah. All right. So uh, when we come back, Nam is going to give us the uh, another deal of the week per se, and then at our last segment, we've got some interesting thoughts for the day. One of them by Reba McIntyre. <laughs> she actually gave us a good one here. All right. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and Nam Fawn. Uh, Nam, uh, give us kind of a rundown of that last deal of the week. Yeah, there was an older couple, boomers, who um, had been in their home for forever owned it free and clear, but they were retired, so they didn't have the income. They wanted to downsize. They had their home on the market, and they found a home that they liked on a golf course, single story. So the problem with their existing home was it was two two, two stories, too large, and they just wanted to be in a smaller place. So they were in contract. The home that they had on the market, their their first home was like 1.2. It fell out of escrow. Uh So they couldn't close. But they couldn't qualify for the bank loan because they didn't have the income. And, and how big a, or what was the price of that new house? Uh, the new house, I think, was somewhere in the 800s. Okay, so they were buying less. Yeah. So had they been able to sell the first house, then they could have just paid cash. Yeah. Okay. So what they're going to do is we put them in a loan. Um, they're, uh, I don't know if they've closed yet, but as soon as they, they do, their other home that's 1.2, once it sells, they're just going to pay us off and they'll be debt free which is the other important piece for them. So you were able to do a loan where you uh, got, got a first mortgage basically on both properties. Yeah, yeah. That's so a pretty smoking deal. Really smoking deal. It's a no-brainer for us. Yeah. I mean, we look at the scenario and we're like, this 40% is 40% loan to value. You know, this is such a common sense loan. Yeah. But the bank says, well, you know what? This checkbox here says income. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. So Wow. Bridge Very loan. common. Well, yeah. what, what kind of interest rate did uh, the- Probably in the nines. nines somewhere okay. in that. Has that one closed yet? Uh, I believe, yeah, it closed last year. Well, a couple okay. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Uh, where was the properties? Uh, it was in the East Bay, or yeah. in the South Bay, excuse me. South Bay. Yeah, San Jose. Wow. So again, audience, if you're hearing that and you say, gosh, that sounds like a pretty darn conservative loan, which I also agree is, mm-hmm. um, then call Pacific Private Money at... 415-883-2150. Yeah, smoking. 
And then uh, if it, it lands in the fund, it lands in the fund. Yeah. But then you can, people can invest in the fund. thing is, though, not everyone uh, – here's the catch. Not everyone is allowed to invest in the fund. Right. You do need to be accredited. So accredited investor is somebody who – you can qualify two ways. One is net worth, which is a million-dollar net worth. But you can't include your personal residence in that calculation. Um, but if you you know you have other property, you have investment portfolio that totals a million dollars, you qualify. Other way is if you have an annual income as an individual of two hundred thousand dollars for the last two years, or as a couple three hundred thousand, then you can qualify as being accredited. Okay. And then the other minimum requirement is fifty thousand dollars to invest okay. in a fund. So four one five eight eight three two one five zero. Patty, again, uh, how, how do people get a hold oh, of you for questions? Yeah, questions, and you, if you want a PDF of that uh, tax change yeah. and simplicity of it, um, Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. I'm with Pacific Union Real Estate, and I'm at 415-722-4842. Now, do they go by Pacific Union International anymore or Pacific Union? I think it's just Pacific Union, Union. now. You oh. would think I'd know. Okay, well, that's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I, it makes it easier for me, too, if I just have to say Pacific Union. Pacific Union. Yeah. yeah. I always call them Pac Union. Pac great, Union. great company, yeah. by the way. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Good reputation. Yeah. Yep. Great agents. It, it really is true. Great marketing. It yeah. really is true. And uh, for those people who might be interested, I just got a pub- couple of articles published um, in a couple of magazines. One has to do with how do you buy a house if you are very similar to like uh, that that family. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is why banks are not making the loans that we think are conservative and that just in general. Very interesting. Yeah. Maybe maybe some of the listeners want to That's what I'm have a copy of that. All I have to do is just email edward at bestofinvesting.com and say, please send me your articles, and I would be glad to do that. All right. Uh, we're going to cut out for today. Thank you very much, Nam and Patty. Here's our Thank thoughts you. for the day. To thrive in life, you need three bones, a wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone, <laughs> said Reba McIntyre. Oh, I good. thought that was that's pretty great. good. That's very cute. And John Gardner, and I don't know who John Gardner is. Oh, yeah. Who? He's an old-timer. I forget. Yeah, okay. I forget. Yeah. Uh, he said, life is the art of drawing without an eraser. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Kind of, isn't that I kind like of sweet? That. I yes. like that. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team... I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. (laughs) So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's Business Leader. AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.